Welcome to Raw, Rebelliously Authentic Worship, where we kick religion out the window. And today, we're going to talk about conflict resolution. Hey, Jess. Hey, Marky. So, I would love to know, what is your favorite story? Like, period, the end story? Yeah. Like, it put me on the spot again. So, like, movie? Can be. Story in the movie, I love Rapunzel. Okay. That's, like, one of my favorite kids' movies. Wow, I did not actually know that. You didn't? I learned something new. Yeah, so anytime I have little kids at my house, I try to make them watch that. Because it's like, <laughs> so that you can watch it. Okay, we're kids, guys. It's, it's fine. my favorite it's movie. Fine. I love Rapunzel. Okay. So, like, let down your hair. And, so, and she's rescued. Yeah, she's rescued. Yeah. Why did she have to be rescued? Because she was stolen from her family and by an evil person who wanted the magic in her hair. Okay. <laughs> and to stay young. And so she had to be rescued from that evil. Okay. So now I have a confession. You've never seen Rapunzel? I've never actually watched friends. that movie. Oh my gosh. Okay. <laughs> Which is hysterical. Because we're stopping the podcast and going to watch it. No, we're not. <laughs> um, because it is way too late. At okay, you're right. Um, <laughs> but so I have watched a lot of kids' movies, so I'm really surprised that I haven't. But it's good you that I asked anyway. You watched it? No. Okay, we have to watch it okay. together. Yes, we can eventually. Okay. Yeah. Maybe tomorrow while the guys are, you know, podcast <laughs> listening their- and whatever. We'll yeah. find out. Anyway, so some of my favorite stories. Yeah. I love all like, um, the overcomer stories. Okay. So remember the Titans. Yeah. Good. Huge movie. We mentioned that on Tuesday when we were talking. Yeah. Um, just the fact that, um, you know, they're under all of these, um, awful conflict because of the race issues and that they're able to overcome those things and be better on the other side. Yeah. Um, so that's one of my favorites. Um, a knight's tale. I know those two movies are like totally like night and day. Yeah. No pun intended. (laughs) Um, really it wasn't my face just got all screwed up because I didn't (laughs) intend for that pun, that pun. Um, but a knight's tale yeah. again, he it's an overcomer. Yeah. Like he has this conflict within him yeah. because he really, really wants to, to be a knight. He wants to compete yeah. and he knows he has it in him. He knows he's a knight in his heart. As a matter of fact, I believe that's what Prince Edward says to him when he finally knights him. Yeah. All right. So a knight's tale is another example. There's this book that I came across as we were moving. Um, I don't remember what it's called, but I can see the book in my head. And this woman is blind and it's how she overcomes her daily life. I think it might be like light a single candle or I don't remember. Um, But so I love overcomer stories. Yeah. Um, But they're full of a lot of conflict. Yeah. And then the resolution of that conflict for a better outcome. Yeah. Like you said, you love Rapunzel yeah. um, because she has to be rescued yeah. because she was stolen. Right. Conflict. Yeah. Here's what I'm pointing out. It doesn't matter what story we're talking about. Yeah. There is always conflict. And without those stories, without that conflict, there it would not be fun to watch. It would not be fun to read. It wouldn't be inspiring. Yeah. None of those things would exist. So if everything was happy, go lucky and wonderful and fantastic. Right. Like everybody says their life is on Facebook. Right. Oh, wait. We just I did, went there. 
We just did that, didn't we? So, <laughs> so now we're back to the whole authentic, right? It was, it was, it was, yeah. And it's crazy because Ryan just mentioned that last yeah, week. He did. So, yep. Yeah. Got that authenticity thing. Yeah. Yeah. So conflict is a real thing. I mean, if you think about it, the reason we are here right now mm-hmm. with this microphone yeah. is because of conflict yeah. that, I mean, arguably it started whenever, but a huge piece of it happened with the tragedy in February. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So we're here because of conflict. Yeah. We're inspiring others. Every day we get emails and messages saying, hey, thanks for sharing. Yeah. Like you're really inspiring. Yeah. Like I needed that today. Like I think I got a text that said I needed that. Thank you. Because I just listened to it. Yeah. To anger. Yeah. Yeah. And so what I think is really cool about that too, though, is that the people who reach out to us and say, hey, thank you. I needed that. Yeah. We need them to do that too. Yeah. Because I mean- I have had no intentions of going here, but we're just going to throw it in there. Yeah. The more we share our overcoming story, yeah. we are actually creating more friction too, hmm. aren't we? We're creating yeah. more conflict, we are. Um, which our goal is to rock the boat yep. with conflict yep. for a better tomorrow. Yeah. That's what it's about. Yeah. And it's worth it. Right. I think that's worth it. Right. And so you get to this point though, where some days you're like, is this really worth it? Because we have been through some crap because of recording this. Yeah. (laughs) Crap is a word and there are other words I would use. Um, Not on a podcast. No, no. Family friendly. Uh, (laughs) No, we have been. So authentic, but not. Family friendly. A little censored. Um, But yeah, we've been through. Yes. And, and you know what? Um, There were days walking that, some of the recent conflict and I was like, should we still do this? Yes. You know, and I'm whispering it because I don't think I said it out loud to you. And but I was like, oh my goodness, should we still do this? And, and then that's when one of these awesome listeners will reach out to us and say, Hey, yeah, thank you so much. This is what I was going through. I really yeah. need that. Yeah. And so thank you guys for giving us that feedback. Yeah. And for God, thank you, God, for using us. And and we know this was God. I mean, this was something that God placed on our hearts. And um, we know that we're following it. And, it, and week after week, we we keep continuing, like you said, to get the confirmation that we're supposed to take the next step yeah. and keep going. It's so humbling, isn't it? Yeah. Because to this day, we're sitting here and we just jokingly said, oh, we're making so much money off this podcast. We have not made <laughs> a dime. A dime. A penny. <laughs> we spend hours doing this. Yeah. And we've invested in the equipment and the, 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 yeah. And we roped our husbands into it. Yep. <laughs> um, but that's not us complaining. No. Because we. We're supposed to do this. This is what God said to do. Yes. Yeah. And we are loving this part in our journey. Yeah. We are loving doing this. Now, we will be real and say that when those attacks come. It sucked. It sucks. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but God's asking us to do it. Yeah. 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 And so I think to that point, it is important for our listeners to know too, that we record these podcasts most of the time up to four weeks in advance. Yeah. The goal is to be four weeks ahead. That way if life happens, we don't have to scramble. Correct. And that has saved us on numerous occasions. Yeah. Um, But so we even have the topics planned that we're going to speak about for like, a year. I want to say for a year. Yeah. Like at the very beginning, we sat down to try to figure this out and yeah. we had a whole bunch of topics. We didn't yeah. even have the R-A-W yet. No. We had to figure that part out, but yeah. we had a lot of topics yeah. and they were all in an order that kind of made sense to us. Yeah. 
So those have been there yeah. for months. Yeah. And I'll, I'll tell you, when Fear came out, um, I listened to it. And I haven't always listened to it back on the Tuesday that it actually goes live. So again, we record it in advance. But when Fear came out, I listened to it. And we were walking out this recent conflict because of the podcast. And it touched me. Yeah. It, Isn't that so our cool? words that we said, I was like, I said those words, you said those words, like, oh my goodness, like I needed that. I said that yeah. on that Tuesday. And even with anger, I said that I needed that. And it's like, okay, God, I, I hear you. I see you. You're like using us to minister to us, <laughs> <laughs> which is just all kinds of crazy. Yeah. Uh, Tuesdays when the podcast comes out, I'm like, yeah. oh, it's podcast day. And then yeah. I'm like, I want to hit the play button, but I'm like, what if we really messed it up? What if we said crazy things? Right. <laughs> and then I hit and I'm like, oh, that was actually pretty good. And yeah. to your point, it ministers to me sometimes. Yeah. I'm like, oh, thank you, Jess. Yeah. Thank you, Marky, for like, yeah. anyway, total rabbit trail. But I'm saying, we're saying all of these things because we have this topic picked way in advance. And right. I think it's important yeah. for, for everybody to know that because yeah. um, today's topic is conflict resolution. Yes, it is. And it's happening right on the heels of a conflict. Of a conflict. Yeah. Um, but so here's the first kind of like leading question. Yeah. Why does conflict exist? Because sin exists. <laughs> sin exists. Oh, see, that's like pretty much what I wrote down. See? Except I got all Star Wars-y and said, a long, long time ago, <laughs> in a garden far, far away, <laughs> sin entered the world. Yeah, there was a snake, yeah. Yeah. And before that snake lied, yeah. we didn't know we were different. Like, no. we didn't realize it. We didn't acknowledge that we were naked. Yeah. We didn't acknowledge those feelings that we've been talking about. We didn't yeah. acknowledge our differences. We didn't have to work through conflict. None yeah. of those things existed. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Utopia, essentially. Yeah, exactly. Eden. Exactly. Right? Um, now we know that we're different. Yeah. Now we know that we see things differently. Yeah. And we talked about perspective two weeks ago, right? Yeah. And we see things differently. Yeah. Because of the fact that we are different and because of the fact that we've walked a different road. Yeah. You know, we spoke to somebody once who said, who called it a meaning screen, right? Mm -hmm. So we're looking through the lenses of everything that we've learned and been through in our life. Yeah. So therefore, let me just throw this out there. I could never look through your lenses. It's no. not possible. No. I can't do it. No. And I could never. <laughs> I could never look through yours. Right. And so because of that, there is a measure of grace there for conflict before we even start talking about conflict yeah. because we can't possibly understand where each other are coming from fully. Yeah. It's not shoes. possible. It, and, and you don't know the shoes that they're standing in or that, that they've walked in and, and the situations and the triggers and the, and there's so many things that we don't know. Right. It's just not possible. Yeah. And so we can continue this by saying, so in this broken world, yeah. why is conflict necessary? She's shaking her head I'm because I put her on the spot again. And she put me on the spot. She loves when I do I this. I love it. It's my favorite <laughs> thing she does, guys. Not. <laughs> why, Marky? Conflict is necessary because none of us are perfect. Yeah. 
I mean, if you think about a marriage, right? This isn't on my notes either, right? Um, but a lot of times you marry somebody who is complimentary to you, right? That doesn't mean they're complimenting you. I didn't do that. Well, a lot of times, <laughs> no, no. There are a lot of ways you guys are complimentary. <laughs> I don't know. And over the years, it has happened. <laughs> um, so, so here's what I mean by this. And everybody has different marriages and there yeah. are, there are ways that Carlos and I are very similar. Yeah. Um, for instance, we tend to love first. Yeah. Um, and love and truth exist together and they should exist together. Yeah. Um, when we, when we mess up, we err on the side of love, not truth. That's what we do. Yeah. Um, so that's a way that we're the same. Yeah. But yet at the same time, let's talk about time for a minute. I am like miss efficient over here. <laughs> And Carlos is like, Ooh, look at the sky. And I'm like, dude, we are 10 minutes late already. Yeah. Um, so here's what happens though, because we often marry somebody who is complimentary to us. It is actually to pull us closer to the middle to be more like Jesus. Cause none of these things are right. Yeah. None of these things are Jesus. Like being directly on time and ignoring the beauty that's in front of you. That's not Jesus. Yeah. But just looking at the beauty and getting lost yeah. and not taking care of your responsibilities. Yeah. That's not Jesus either. I did marry somebody complimentary. I thought I was seeing it as um, like we're the same, but we're not the same. So the definition of complimentary I'm tired, was a, guys. Was a little <laughs> we bit talk of a problem about what time it is. for you. I was asleep. Everything's fine. Okay. So yeah. <laughs> complimentary. You've heard yeah. like opposites attract. Yeah. There's a lot of we truth to that. Opposite, yeah. There's a lot of truth yeah. to that. All right. So conflict is necessary yeah. because conflict is what's going to help us become more like Jesus. Mm -hmm. I mean, if you think about differences, music, if we all sing the same notes, yeah, it'll be, you know, pretty cool. But, um, you know, our friend Carolyn, who told me that I could say her name last time we talked. So <laughs> our friend Carolyn. Permission. I know, right? <laughs> she can do this awesome thing where she's listening to us sing. Yeah. And she can automatically pick out a harmony without yeah. even having to practice or find it. Yeah. I am like awe and amazed every yeah. single time. Yeah. Um, but my point is we can sing the same notes and it sounds nice, yeah. right? But you add the harmony yeah. and those different notes. Yeah. And that just adds so much depth and beauty yeah. to yeah. what it is that you're listening to, right? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Sorry, apparently I got pretty passionate. She's just listening <laughs> to me talk over here. It's I good. am. It's, it's good though. <laughs> She's it's watching good. me talk with my hands and my <laughs> eyes get really passionate. It's okay. One day we'll have video. Uh, yeah, maybe. We'll see. I like my pajamas. <laughs> um, so I have this quote here. Yeah. Um, Conflict is good in a negotiation process. It is the clash of two ideas, which then all being well produces a third idea. Hmm. I mean, Ryan said last week, he said, right? He said, there are three sides to every story, right? Yeah. My side, your side, and the truth. And the truth, yeah. Right? Yeah. So that's, again, kind of similar. We can be on opposite ends, yeah. but it's that goal of, of um, oh dear, that word that means becoming more like Jesus. I said it, I said it last week. Um, now you need coffee. It's okay. Um, I will get there. It's okay. Sanctification. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The goal of sanctification is yeah. to bring us into the middle to become more like Jesus. Yeah. And so that's one of the things, one of the biggest things that actually it is what conflict does. Yeah. Really, if we let it do it. If we let it. 
Right. Yeah. If we let it do it. Yeah, it's a heart check. I mean, and, and we talked about that with Ryan last week where it's a heart check. Yeah. And, and we said that so many times where a lot of times conflict will cause you, you just want the other person to fix themselves. Right. Have you ever been in a situation oh, yeah. where you're like, Jesus was center. You need to fix yourself. I mean, normally right? I don't say that. That's all you weird. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, like they, they need to fix themselves is what you think over and over yeah, and over. Absolutely. And, and then God's going, Hey, let's look, let's look in the mirror for a second. Right. right? right. Because it's a heart thing. And then the, it not them fixing themselves is not the solution. Right. It, it's both of you looking at your heart and, right. and going forward. I know we're going to get there. Sorry. Yeah. I stepped, no, I stepped no please don't be sorry. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so it's about changing our hearts to be more like Jesus, yeah. but that doesn't happen if we just have conflict and don't do anything with it. Yeah. You heard the, the quote again, it's the clash of two ideas, yeah. which then all being well produces a third idea. So within restoration of said conflict, yeah. we become more like Jesus yeah. and we produce a new idea that works so much better together. Yeah. It's like you and I sitting at this microphone. Yeah. To be clear, we are very complementary. Yeah. Like we're on, on opposite ends on a lot of things. We're different. We're, we're very different. different. <laughs> very different. And yeah. that's okay. Yeah. That's what makes us good at being able to like our chemistry. That's what makes our microphone yeah. chemistry work. Yeah. Yeah. We're very different. Right. <laughs> Conflict. I don't know if people know how, I mean, if you, if you listen, you know, don't know us personally, you, you might think, oh, they get along so well. And we do, um, we've been in conflict. Oh yeah. We've been in conflict. Oh yeah. Um, but we, uh, I know that I'm skipping, but we have definitely had resolution and that's what has brought us closer together. Right. And that's why we are complimentary. And that's why marriages as well, right. because you have conflict. There is, if you have a perfect marriage, yeah, you lie. Um, but there is that conflict, but there is that resolution, which brings you closer together. We've had closer together and closer to Jesus. Yeah. And closer to Jesus. And, and that we, in any conflict, it's going to go one way or another. Right. There's going to be resolution or there's not. Right. Because there's, there we're humans and we have free will. We have free choices. Right. And, and so we can walk how we want to walk again. I'm skipping. Go ahead. No worries. Um, the other word that I have on here is friction. So I'm just going to, that's me rubbing my hands together, right? Yeah. My yeah. hands got warm. Yeah. That's friction. Yeah. Friction is when things are rubbing the wrong way. Yeah. Right. And that happens, but we don't produce anything without friction. Yeah. No, it doesn't happen. Okay. So. Then the question is, okay, we're, so we're saying conflict is necessary. It's a good thing, but it only becomes a good thing if we spend the work that it takes to resolve it, yeah. to restore that relationship. Yeah. That's how we grow, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, I have another quote here, and this one, I did some a little bit of digging into who she was. She was. She actually is past already. Conflict can and should be handled constructively. When it is, relationships benefit. Conflict avoidance is not the hallmark of a good relationship. So listen, if you're listening to this and you're saying, I never fight with my friend, I never fight with my spouse. That means you're doing it wrong. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Love you all. Um, on the contrary, it is a symptom of a serious problems of poor communication. Yeah. If you're not having conflict, you're not doing it right. You're not communicating well. Yeah. And that quote is from Harriet B. I think her last name is said breaker. I'm going to go with it. Um, but she was a clinical psychologist who offered books with titles like disease to please. Hmm. Like she has some really good stuff 
there. Some people pleasing. But here is the biggest, I don't know, key to whether it is going to be resolved or not. Yeah. You ready? Yeah. Communication. Yeah. hundred percent. It you said it. I said it. It fits there. <laughs> okay. It fits there. And sometimes it could be potentially with others as mediators. Yeah. Like I remember at yeah. school, I used to do peer mediation, yeah. both in middle school and high school. And pretty much what that was is if two kids were having a conflict, another two kids who were specially trained would be brought in to hear both sides of the story yeah. and help them talk to us directly at first yeah. and, and possibly to each other, depending on how it's going so that we could come to a resolution. Yeah. We could come to an agreement because yeah. that's the important part, right? Because sometimes when you're in conflict and you're having communication, you don't listen. What? So what you do is you hear like part of what they're saying and you're thinking about your response. And that instead of never listening, happens to me. <laughs> instead of listening <laughs> and listening to them and their heart, because it is again about the heart. And so you have to listen to the heart and then see, then respond. Yeah. And it, not react. It absolutely always goes back to the heart. Yeah. So let's read a few verses here. Matthew chapter 18, verses 15 through 17. If your brother sins against you, go to him and show him his fault. But do it privately, just between yourselves. If he listens to you, you have won your brother back. But if he will not listen to you, take one or two other persons with you so that every accusation may be upheld by the testimony of two or more witnesses, as the scripture says. And if he will not listen to them, then tell the whole thing to the church. Hmm. Finally, if he will not listen to the church, treat him as though he were a pagan or a tax collector. <laughs> okay, that last part, you know, you know. whatever. Yeah. Um, but pretty much what it's saying is, you can't just push stuff under a rug. Yeah. Like you have to have those conversations yeah. because if you don't, there will be no resolution. Yeah. There's no relationship there. If you don't, there's no relationship, there's no resolution and there's no growth. No, you're not going to grow closer to each other no. and you're not going to grow closer to Jesus. If you're not willing to have a conversation, have a conversation, especially within the kingdom, within the church. Cause again, the church is the people. Mm -hmm. It's so important to not neglect. Absolutely. To, to yeah. Yeah those conversations. I mean, what's crazy about it is how many times have you like had a conversation and you were just like, Oh, like I totally misunderstood what this person meant originally. Their intentions. Yeah. In their heart. Yeah. Yeah. Like you really honestly thought that somebody was out to do something to hurt you. Yes. And the reality is, is their heart was not in that place at all. No, it had everything to do with where my heart was. Yeah. Not with where their heart was. Right. And, and I wasn't listening to them. I was listening to through my filter again, through those right. to a different colored lens. Right. And so if we're not willing to have that conversation, we'll never know that. Yeah. So we could potentially be blaming somebody for something or be upset with somebody for something that isn't even real. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes. It's so crazy, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, Lisa Turkers has a brand new book. She which does. I Listen, guys, I am so jelly right now I'm because like two. I sent this Three. book to Jess this morning and she has Audible. So she was like on it and yeah. listening to it and she's on chapter three yeah. and I'm like, oh, let me order it because I don't have Audible. It's fine. I have Hoopla, which is free. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, but do me a favor real quick and tell me about that book, Good Boundaries and Goodbyes. 
buy it, number one. And, and she wrote it with her, her Christian counselor. And so that's huge for me um, to read. We will be talking about boundaries, so I don't want to get too deep into it. Um, but conversations, something she said in the book that I wrote down for this podcast is conversations establish healthy patterns instead of accepting patterns that are unhealthy. Yeah. Because so you're establishing the pattern through conversations. If you don't have conversations, there's no pattern. That, yeah, you're just accepting what was always there and accepting yeah. what has always been a problem. Yeah. goes back to what you were talking about last week with, um, you always say accepting the behavior. Uh, allow allowing behavior. Behavior. Allowing the behavior. I'm yeah. sorry. My word, you know. No, you're good. Allow behavior. That's a soapbox I get on. Yeah. I won't go there. And let's not do that tonight because nope, nope, we're running nope. out of time already. Yep. Um, but the, the point is we have to have a conversation. Um, so let's talk about some Bible heroes for a minute okay. who had a little bit of conflict. Okay. And we're gonna have to do this a little fast. So I'm gonna go. try I'm gonna try to like go. summarize them. Go. Abram and Lot. Okay, so Abram, before he becomes Abraham, yeah. um, leaves Ur and he finds the new area and he him and his nephew Lot, um, their herds are growing and their herdsmen are growing, and there's so many people and there's not enough land. Yeah. So the herdsmen start fighting about who's getting which grazing places, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So Abram looks at Lot and says, you choose which part of the land you want. You can have here to here or you can have here to here. Yeah. And Lot chooses what is seemingly the better land. Yeah. And we know that Abram was just being um, so generous and unselfish, right? Um, So kind. Um, but he's saying this verse here, Genesis 13, eight through nine says, let there be no strife between you and me and between your herdsmen and my herdsmen, for we are kinsmen. Is not the whole land before you? Separate yourself from me. If you take the left hand, then I will go to the right. Or if you take the right hand, then I will go to the left. Lot chose what was seemingly better. Yeah. Um, you know, we find out more later and, yeah. and Abram's yeah. land was definitely better for yeah. the record. Um, but he chose what was seemingly better, yeah. but that was their resolution. Yeah. Abram said, listen, we're going to have to draw a physical boundary yeah. because I, we cannot exist in the same space. Like we've tried it. It's not working right now. Yeah. doesn't mean that they're never going to talk to each other again. Right. It just means that they're, they're still neighbors. They're still neighbors. <laughs> Listen, you still have your house and I still have my house. Yeah. Right. We still have our own space. Yeah. Um, and even if we had ended up living together, yeah, we'd still have upstairs and downstairs, yeah. which would have been separate space. It's fine. Anyway. Um, there's a few others here that I actually, we're not going to have the time to go through today. Yeah. Um, but there was a conflict between the Jews and Gentiles in the early church about whether grown men should have to be circumcised. Feel free to Google that if you don't know what it is, guys. Yeah. Jews wanted the Gentiles to be circumcised because that was Moses's law. Right. And the Gentiles are like, oh, H-E double hockey sticks. No. <laughs> yeah. I mean, <laughs> no, thank you. <laughs> yeah. Um, so they came to the conclusion that this is not what's important. Yeah. What's important is that their hearts are in the right place mm-hmm. and that they were forgiven. The hearts. Yeah. They've accepted Jesus is sacrificed just like yeah. we have. So there's no difference. So what you're saying is it wasn't about the religious. This was oh, about the whoa. relationship. So crazy. Yeah. How does that keep popping up in our it podcast? Does. I don't know. It's like it's what our whole podcast is about or something. Oh, it's weird. so weird. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then the Bible also tells us to love non-believers too, yeah. right? Yeah. Like it says, love your enemies and pray for those who persecute you. Mm. You know, mm-hmm. like, 
we have to love people first. Mm-hmm. Um, and we can't have discrimination against those who hate us nope. um, because we were then once upon a time. Yeah. We weren't always saved. Yeah. We didn't always accept Jesus. Yeah. And ultimately, the biggest conflict ever was resolved where? On the cross. The biggest conflict ever was resolved on the cross. Yeah. So I'm not saying that any of us should be a martyr. Yeah. Um, and forgiveness is required. Yeah. But that doesn't mean that we forget the past. Yeah. That doesn't mean we forget what we walk through. Yeah. That doesn't even mean we don't set up boundaries. All of those things will be other pa- podcasts. Yeah. Um, but if communication has occurred yeah. and your resolution happens to be a boundary, which is a tool for resolution, yeah. then that's what it looks like. Yeah. Or maybe communication exists and you realize that it that it was never a problem to start with. It wasn't even a thing. It was imagined. It yeah. wasn't a thing. It wasn't even a thing. Or maybe there's a time where you have to agree to disagree. Yeah. Those are hard too. Yeah. They're all hard. But the important thing is we cannot grow if we don't actually intentionally use the conflict as a step to grow upon. And to do that, we have to talk. Yeah, we have to talk. We have to listen. Listen. That's even more important. Thank you. Yeah, we have to do both. We have to have a conversation. And a conversation is is two people. So it is listening and it is responding, not reacting. And if you can't do that, don't have it yet. (laughs) Like, don't have the conversation yet until you're able to listen and respond and love. And yeah. like you said, love first. I like that you said that love first. Yeah. Over truth. Yeah. Love first. Yeah. All right, guys. So we are going to send it to the guys. I know they love when I call them that. Yep. For the really segment. <laughs> let's see what they have to say about conflict resolution. Uh, let's um, get going. <laughs> and restoration and growth in the process, right? Yeah. yeah. All right. That's what it's about. Catch you later. I am your brother. <laughs> Is it true? Nice. <laughs> They're talking about Star Wars. Yeah. Figured I'd have a little bit of fun. A little bit of fun. Star Wars in a galaxy long, long ago. There yes. was a garden. Yeah, fun stuff, man. Yeah. Carlos, I am your brother. Yes, you are. Hey, it's Shane and Carlos here. We're here with the really segment of the show. And we're just going to talk a little bit and have some fun. Cool. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so the the subject today was was um, all, all about conflict resolution. Yeah. Um, we can talk about conflict just in general, but conflict resolving conflict being the objective, right? Correct. Uh, resolution, conflict resolution. And so one of the things that I I wanted to start off by um, by talking about a little bit was um, the. Get ready for a little music lesson, Carlos. You ready? Okay. Yeah. Um, so, um, Mark, you talked about conflict w- in regards to like music, harmony, right. that kind of thing, and uh, and I wanted to do a little quick lesson for those who are listening, and and uh, and for Carlos since he's in the room with me here. Correct. Um, and I don't have a piano handy, but I do have my little little phone piano handy, uh, and I wanted to talk about harmonies and conflict and and resolution when it comes to. Um, music, because I believe it is pertinent. And Mark, you talked about it a little bit. Um, and, and so 
Um, something, um, a theory in music that we, that we talk about, a, a, a tool that we use to make beautiful music is dissonance. Um, and, and in relationships, dissonance and conflict are synonyms. Okay. Um, conflict is something that creates dissonance, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, or discord right. or, or something that is uh, that, that friction, friction that Marky yeah. was talking about, right? Uh, in, in music, um, there are a couple ways to create dissonance. Um, having two notes that are really close together creates dissonance. So when you hear these two notes together, it's not exactly pretty, right? But in in the resolution of the the dissonance is the beauty. Okay. Same for here or here. <laughs> okay. See the beauty that exists wouldn't exist without the dissonance that came before. Mm-hmm. So the dissonance created the beauty. And I believe the same thing happens when we have conflict in relationships. If we take the time to work on the dissonance, to find the resolution, it's going to create beauty in our relationships. And that's what the goal in this is, right. is to create that beauty. And when we talk about conflict resolution, one of the things that, that me and Marky had talked about beforehand um, in conflict resolution, the, uh, the objective, what's the point of conflict resolution. It's not to resolve it or to bring it to an end. It's to restore the relationship, right? To restore the relationship. That's the objective of conflict resolution. And so I just wanted to start off by doing that little, little music lesson, just kind of hearing dissonance and how that, how that relates. Um, what do you, what do you think about, uh, conflict resolution? And, and I know there are some aspects of your life where it's been important. Uh, yeah. So, Thank you for the lesson. <laughs> but um, yeah, when it comes to conflict resolution, um, I had to deal with it a little bit different. Uh, with depression, it's it's hard to get your emotions down. So anytime that, for example, Marky and myself would have conflict, um, I would shut down mentally. Right. Um, I didn't want to talk about it. I didn't want to. And mainly it was because I was getting angry. It was the anger that eventually turns to rage that then turns to like sadness. And my head's like, bro, you're going through too many emotions. And I would shut down and I would shut down for days. Um, It's not like, uh, oh, let's get back to this in 10 minutes. It was, I don't know when I'll be ready. Right. And that was one of the biggest struggles that me and Marky faced during depression. But the one thing I want, I do want to say is, um, for the person that is trying to support someone that's going through depression and you do have conflict, give them the time that they need. Yeah. Um, because even, even though it's going to seem like forever, it you're doing a great service to them because you're actually allowing them to process everything and then come back to you. I think that goes for anyone really. Like sometimes we have a tendency, especially some personality types, um, like me, I'm, I'm one of the instant repair people. Mm-hmm. Like when there's a conflict, I want to immediately address it, immediately fix it and move on. Mm-hmm. Some people can't do that. They right. can't process their emotions that quickly. Yeah. They don't, they don't even know why they feel the way they feel. Yes. They, they have to figure out. And so that's sim- that's a similar thing for you. What you're talking about yeah. is, is give people the freedom to, to process. Right. And I know it's good. I know. 
from Marky's side, it was very hard for her because Marky is like you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> she likes to resolve it quick. Right. She doesn't want to dwell on it. On the other hand, me, I've already shut down. I'm right. not listening to anything you're saying. Right. I'm trying to focus on not hitting you because <laughs> I'm, you know, I'm angry at that moment. Right. But, um, if you allow, if you just, if you can tell that that person, um, is getting angry or puts up a bit of a wall, just back off and just say, Hey, look, take the time you need. Let me know when you're ready to talk. Right. You know, and then for the person that's going through the depression, which was my, my bad, you do have to come back to it. <laughs> um, but in your time, you know, but you do need to come back and have that conversation to, yeah. to air everything out. Ignoring it will never help. No, no. no. Eventually you worse. do have to come back and, yeah. and say, you know what, this is where we are. Let's, let's work on this. Yes. And that's what, I mean, that's what building relationships is all about is, right. is the coming back together in those moments. And I, I think, um, for me, one of the things that, that again, resolution being the end goal, resolving the situation or restoration of the relationship. Um, one of the things that, and Jessica and I have taught a lot of, of, um, couples retreats, things like that, just encouraging married couples, uh, because we are, well, Marky said complimentary. She right. was talking about being complimentary. Jessica and I are, are almost complete opposites personality wise, okay. which is interesting because if you look at basically every, um, every personality test in existence, they say that Jessica and I are not even supposed to be friends. Oh, wow. Much less married. Wow. Um, and, and when we look at those things, those are, those are not supposed to tell you who you are. Right. They're supposed to help you understand the way you behave. Right. Uh, don't, so don't let a, a personality test ever tell you right. who you're supposed to be friends with and who you're not right. because they don't always work. Number one, number two, they don't allow God in the situation. That's true. And God has allowed us to, um, to interact in a way that, that our personality types would never allow before. Wow. And so there's, there's some amazing stuff in that, but that's a lot of that is the ability to resolve conflict right. and to, uh, communicate, yeah. Um, in a way that that does not destroy the relationship, mm -hmm. but builds it. Yes, and I think that's the difference when we talk about conflict resolution. Some people there there are a couple different ways you can you can deal with conflict. Um, you can run away, right? You can bury your head in the sand, hide, right? Mm -hmm. uh, run away from it, pretend it doesn't exist, right. or you can confront it head on and in an angry way. And fight, yes. fight, 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 yeah. butt heads all the time. Aggression, aggression, aggression. Mm -hmm. You can shut down. Um, there, so there's different ways to approach this. Right. And Marky, well, Marky was talking about, I think the most important one is communication. Yes. Yeah. And the more you talk it out, the easier it becomes to, yeah. to find that restoration. Yeah. And I guess one thing I want to throw in there too, I know, I know for me, and I, I'm not talking for everybody or speak for anyone in particular, I can't resolve anything via text or email. Um, for me, it's, it's more face-to-face -face because then I can see the impact that my words are doing to you. Yeah. You know, um, and if you can do it via text... Don't. God bless you. No, but just don't. <laughs> yeah. Take a word of advice. Yeah. If you're in conflict, don't ever use text messaging as your tool to fix it. Right. Um, it, letters, d while you can convey information with letters, you can't convey emotion. emotions. 
And that's what we're dealing with when okay. with conflict. Most of the time, it's emotions that right. are the issue. Yeah. Um, and, and understanding one another's emotions and allowing room for us to experience those emotions. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I said it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's okay. Yeah. Jessica said 100%. Yeah, and I true. was like, it, yeah. it, it, it deserved it. Yeah. <laughs> it deserved it. It was good. It was good though. So, um, but one of the, one of the, the I think I want to say this one statement and then I'm just going to let you talk for a minute or two and, okay. and what you want to say. But, um, and I think this is coming into conflict and, with the desire to resolve it. Um, one of the things that we learned, Jessica and I, by having such different, differing um, personality types, is that if we go into a conflict with the um, desire to win, mm -hmm. everyone loses. Yes. Everyone loses. Yes. So if you go in with a desire to win, you're going to do one of two things. You're either going to create more division mm -hmm. or you're going to dominate the other person and make them less so that you can be more. Right. And that's not ever what you want to do if you want to maintain a relationship. Right. If you want to bring restoration, it should be as equals, mm -hmm. not as one person dominating another. Right. And so that's, uh, and, and coming from me, that's something important because I have a tendency to dominate when in conflict and I'll, I'll run right over everyone because I believe strongly what I believe. I have never seen that from you, Shane. <laughs> Bro, your irony cuts right. like a blade. <laughs> <laughs> so that's one yeah. of the things I have to be careful of is right. to remember that I'm, my goal is not to win. Right. It's to restore. Correct. Yeah. And that, and that is a, a big thing. And I, I'm glad you brought it up because uh, through the depression, when you shut down, that's why you shut down is because in your head, what you're going through is the most important thing than what the other person is saying or going through. Um, and that's why, like I, I said, for the other person, just give them the room that they need. Cause they, once you realize that the conflict isn't because of you per se, it could be something else. Like the girl said, it could, it could be something stupid that was misunderstood. Right. You know, I like go back to my red solo cup incident with Marky. You know, we argued over the placement of a red solo cup, <laughs> you know, yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, if, if you go in with the, with the intention of saying you're wrong, I'm right. I don't care what you say. You're not going to resolve anything. Yeah. You're not. It really, it really there, just kind of destroys further. Well, yeah. I, yeah. I was going to say, there's no heart in that. No. Because at that point, your, your objective is to, um, is to make you agree with me. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So winning the debate. Right. Like, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I've gone into conversations and, and arguments, discussions, whatever fights with, with Jessica and even other people really. Mm -hmm. And, and sometimes have you ever, have you ever like won and you sit down after you win and you're like, wow, I feel like even though I won, I feel like I lost. Right. <laughs> yeah. I do feel that way sometimes. That, that's yeah. why, I, that's kind of why I say if you go in it with the intention of winning, yep. then everyone loses. Yeah. They don't just lose. You lose too, because you lost a friend, a relationship yes. that could have been restored. Right. And so, yeah. Yeah. That's, yeah. It's, it's a big deal. Insane. Yes, it is. And conflict resolution is a big deal. And I think yeah. communication is one of the things we lack a lot yeah. socially today. Look, I, I, I'm a, I despise social media. 
<laughs> it is antisocial and don't ever have arguments or discussions like this on social media. Yeah. Because once again, it's text messaging. They don't know your heart. They don't know your matter of fact, 90% of the time, they don't even know you. Right. They just have an opinion and they want their opinion heard and they think their opinion is more important than anyone else's. I, I, I abstain from social media whenever possible uh, because those aren't my friends. Mm -hmm. My friends know me. Right. My friends know my heart. Right. And so that's, uh, I don't know why I went on that. I don't know either. Rabbit trail. But, but, uh, but hey, avoid conflict online. It's pointless. Yeah. And I was, I was going to say, I mean, I, I don't despise social media. I still use it. I'm not, I, I will, not as much as the, the next generation, I guess you could say. Um, but I do use it. But when I do, I, the posts, the thing, I take it with a grain of salt. I, Cause I don't know, like you said, I don't know you. I don't know the intention behind your words. I don't know the tone behind those words. Yeah. You know, so, and it's okay. You don't have to like or agree with everything that I agree with. Truth. You know, and I don't have to prove anything to you anyways, cause I don't know you Fine. on social media. Fine. <laughs> but that, that's the way I see it. You know, I, I stay connected with yeah. my, real friends yeah. and hey if you're you know? if you're on social media i'm not yeah. i'm not dissing you right you do you boo. right yeah yeah <laughs> and, and that's what i mean like you know everybody uses it differently i know marky um used to use and i don't know if she still does i think occasionally she does not as much used to social media a lot yeah you know um now not so much jessica uses it as a uses it as a tool for outreach to right. connect with other people who who yeah. are friends right but we don't always get to chat or talk yeah. on the phone too much so yeah and I or think, family members things like that and to be honest i think that's that was the intention when it was created yeah it was for that and now we got all these friends that don't, don't even, we don't even know, know that you know us. we have like a mutual friend who has a mutual friend of a friend <laughs> that a friend suddenly of a friend just requested and, a and, and we call them friends but i un, i unfriend you <laughs> well you were yeah. never my friend to begin with yeah uh, anyway, but, sorry yeah anyways um, <laughs> yeah yeah so uh anyway yeah, so, so conflict resolution yeah yes so I guess we resolved that because we kind of agree with each other. Yeah. <laughs> now, now if, if you don't agree with us, that's okay. Yeah. You know, uh, you don't have to. Um, but yeah, I think, uh, what did Marky say? Uh, I should have. I don't know. She said a lot of things. She did. She did. And there was one. One thing in particular. That yeah. The, the, what is this? The quote from that she mentioned from Luke oh, yeah. Roberts. Okay. Gotcha. Conflict is good in a negotiation process. Right. It's the clash of two ideas, mm -hmm. um, which is crazy because as she said that, the way I uh, interpreted it was I did sales. Yeah. And sales, that's all it is. It's always a negotiation. There's always conflict. You know, it's I tell you a price. I'm expecting you to say, no, I'm not right. going to pay that. <laughs> right. You know, but you eventually you work it out. It's not like, well, get out. You know, you don't kick the person or, or anything, you know? No, that's the um, American way, by the right. way. They, they, the, in America, we tell people a price and they have to pay that price or they don't leave with anything. Correct. And in every other country of the world, there is no MSRP. There right. is, this is what I think it's worth. Right. How much do you think it's worth? Right. And you're willing to pay for it. Correct. Uh, and so there's always a negotiate. Like, don't, if you go to another country as an American, don't pay the first price they tell you. Yeah, don't. And <laughs> To go off of your story, um, my parents, when I was young, because they came from a different country, um, when they came here, they would go into the uh, supermarkets 
and try to negotiate yeah. with the cashier. Yeah. And I'm, yeah. I'm like, no, that's that, not that, the that way it works here. <laughs> you know, the price is listed. That's what you pay. Um, but yeah, eventually they learned, yeah. you know, and I was like real small. I'm not, I'm it's so like different culturally. Yeah, it was totally different. <laughs> and, you know, I give them a lot of credit because they came here with nothing. Right. You know, actually, no, with three kids. <laughs> they came here. Um, they knew my grandmother was the only one that they knew here. And somehow in 30 years, they managed to make a life for themselves. Yeah. And any, any person, any I don't care where you come from. If if you can do that, yeah, man, I respect you. Yeah, you know, talk about some conflict resolution, right? There. Yeah, yeah. How did they resolve that at the store? They just they just paid for it, right? Yeah, they eventually would, or they would put it back. Like they, if if my mom, yep. not not my mom, you just don't walk out with it. Right? Yeah, you don't walk yeah. out. Yeah, that's stealing. Yeah, <laughs> you know what? Yeah, that's that'd probably be not a healthy way for com- to right. resolve the conflict either. Right. So. There's a conflict. I disagree with you. You disagree with me. So I'm just going to take, no, don't do that. Yeah. So you're not going to win that one because then they will have peer. What is it? Peer remediation. Oh yeah. Yeah. It's called (laughs) the police. Yeah. 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 (laughs) Anyway. Yeah. 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 Anyway, it was, it was a really good podcast. That's all I got. Yeah. That's all I got too. So, okay. I guess we give it back to the, I don't even know what to say. The the beautiful loves of our lives. That's right. There you go. The awesome chicks. Yes. Not we'll, chicks. We'll the hear awesome, about that next the week. awesome women. <laughs> yes. We love you, ladies. Back to you. Aww. They called us beautiful. Yes, they did. <laughs> and they called us the loves of their lives. They did. You know what's even really cool on top of that? What? <laughs> Them's on fire today. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I was, you know, I can't snap, guys. So I was like doing the. Okay, that's. I told her I'd do it for her. If you hear the snapping, it's all me. (laughs) It's Marky. (laughs) No, my goodness, they were spot on. Like, I, I like need to make notes on what they said. It was so good. I reserve making notes for when we go back and listen to the whole thing. To the real thing, because half the time I'm talking to myself anyway. True. Um, so I can listen to myself and take notes. I can listen to them and take notes. Yep. And either way, we are good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. I love it. All right. So, guys. Yeah. Join us next week when we kick religion out the door again. And we are going to talk about forgiveness. Mm. Here on Raw. Raw.